I had somebody who is bewaiting sang that song in the spirit. He just began to sing it to Lua Shehula. The person was to give a testimony but cannot talk. He was just singing it and tears were rolling. I don't know who will sing that song, but I know it is you. Amen. I know it is me. I know it. Is, I will sing that song shortly. I will sing that song shortly. That the Lord has done what no man can do when people have said it is over. It is over. My God said it is the beginning. My God said it is just because of it. I praise you. I exalt you. I exalt you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What a Sunday. Thursday we were here. We finished praying. We start another prayer. It was too. It was too awesome and too powerful on Thursday. We finished having another prayer started because you will pray through. Amen. You will pray through. Amen. Your prayer will not be hanging. In the name of Jesus. Today I want to talk about dying to to live, laying down your life to pick it up. Dying to live. You know, Jesus says some things in the book of John chapter 10 verse 15. I want you to follow this. I'm going to be 25, 30 minutes and I'll be fine. He said, as the father knoweth me, I'm looking at John 10, 15. He said, as the father knoweth me, even so I know the father. Please prepare yourself to pray on Saturday, the 1st of October. It's going to be a powerful day of prayer. As the Father knoweth me, even so I know the Father. He said, but he did not stop in knowing the Father. He said, and I laid down my life for the sheep. He was saying, I know God. He knows me. He knows my identity. He knows my foundation. But I still went ahead and I laid down my life for the sheep. Give me verse 17 of the same chapter. In verse 17 says, Therefore does my father love me because I laid down my life that I might take it again. He said, I laid my life that I might take it again. But if I don't lay it, I may not be able to take it. Hallelujah. If I don't drop down my life, I may not be able to take it. Jesus was also still talking in the book of John chapter 12 verse 24. John 12 24. He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die. He said, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. So he's saying if you have a corn of a, a corn of wheat and you put it on your shelf it remains that one. If you have a cup of corn and you put it on your shelf it can remain there for 20 years 
it does not increase. Uh, he said, but when you allow it to decline, you bury it, uh, you forget it, and it dies. He said, immediately it dies, it starts to bring much more fruit. Hallelujah. Our life as a Christian must be handed over to God who can preserve our life. <laughs> life is meant for the dead. Life is meant for those who are able to let go of everything about them and say, God, it's no more about me, it is about you. You see, one thing I've realized in life is this, there's a kind of death for everyone. Whether we like it or not, we will die to somebody. Some people will die to alcohol. They wake up, they top it up. They get to bed drunk. I don't know where they, where they learn it from that if you are drunk overnight, when you wake up, to keep your balances to top up. How many people have been drunk here before? Not only spirit, but drunk of alcohol. Nobody's ready. God bless you, my brother. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You know, when you are drunk, you are thinking you think you are sunny a day. You, no, you are thinking to yourself. And the alcoholics people said, when you wake up, you 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 said to yourself with another bottle that that one will clear your eyes. <laughs> have you seen, have you not had or seen chief CEO of company, big guys in company who come with shot in their suit, bottle of alcohol, they sip it and they put it back. Have you seen not seen people come to church with alcohol? They go to the toilet, you think they go to we to top up. Those are dead to alcohol. So what I said, there's a kind of death for everyone. The question is, are you dying to what can preserve you? Or you are dying to what cannot preserve you? Jesus said, I lay down my life so that I may take it again. Are you laying down your life for somebody, some, for power that will allow you to take it back? Or power that will absorb it completely? Whether we like it or not, living is losing one's life. Can I, can I be a bit practical? Why these children are enjoying what they are enjoying? Why all these children are enjoying what they are enjoying? We are in designer sneakers. Huh? Putting on chain that is almost the cost they used to train your mom in secondary school or university. It's because your parent deprived themselves of some benefits. Are you getting me, children? What they can, what they should be doing for themselves, money they should be spending on themselves, they decide not to spend it. So that you guys can live a better life. Okay? They decide not to eat everything all. Like you people do. When money is in your hand, until it is finished. Uh, but your parents will collect their salary. They will not think of themselves. They, they are thinking, oh, I must pay this bill. I must put electricity in the house. I must put, the, the, the house must be warm. Oh, 
that my daughter need another jacket, he need another trainers. When their own shoe is already eh? is shaking or the front is already open. And she look at it and say, I can still manage this for another one month. You know what that parent has done is to die to his own need to give you a life. Now, God is saying you have to die in order to take your life. So Jesus said, except a corn of wheat is laid to the ground, buried and forgotten. He said, cannot come forth. You cannot enjoy your life and have it at the same time. You cannot eat your cake and have it at, at the same time. Hallelujah. If you, this praise and worship we are today, a lot has gone under it before. Huh? It is not they just show up one by one, not the other. Pastor, am I right? Huh? They said, oh, our. This morning, even this morning, even somebody got angry to wake up your keyboardies. They, they do both of them. But somebody has to lose his school. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are things you need to die for. I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about the children. But as a Christian, if you must go far in life, you need to die for what can preserve your life. Not everything you die for can preserve your life. Your job cannot preserve your life. Those money, look at that your account, you know, that's account, your account can give you heart attack or can give you rest. That's some account you look at, you are just smiling, hunger will disappear. But that account cannot preserve you. Job, is it Steve Job? With all the money he had, it, it was the first, maybe the first 20 in terms of weight. The guy who won't say, no, Steve Job, Apple, he died of cancer. On his deathbed, he said, how oh, I wish all my money can go and I can just have my life. What you refuse to die for will take you. And I look at those money that he gathered. Who now spend it? He didn't marry himself. I think he was a gay also. I don't know whether he had married or he would look at big gate with all the money. One small girl. If I have big gate money, my wife must become young again. And just having children. Like just have like that. Is it not uh, pastor? Is it not people who spend that money? You are lucky, your wife see your if money hit gap, just to leave job, just populate. <laughs> Hallelujah. We will die for something. Men lose their life every day as they live. Every one of us. We lose our life every day as we live. If you must live, your life must be preserved, but whatever takes it in. What you die to must have the capacity to preserve you. 
What you live for must be have the capacity to preserve your life. You see, <laughs> when Jesus came, if Jesus has lived as a carpenter's son, if he has left his life as a carpenter, he would die on ordinary dead. But he died when he met Christ. And the identity of Christ picked up on him. And so when he went on the cross of Calvary, he did not die as Jesus, but he died as Jesus Christ. So when he came down, he was able to take those lives back. It is wickedness for you to lay your down, life down to what cannot preserve your life. It is evil to make your life committed to things that cannot sustain you. Am I talking to somebody today? The place of death is the place of life. We talk about the corn. You see, when the corn gets into the ground, they've used a microscope to monitor them, powerful micro microscope to monitor it, and they will see how that thing will decay. And at a particular point, a particular second, the corn will be completely gone. That there will be no single life in it. In another two seconds after, life will kick in and it will start to grow. The same thing is, between, is when you have a baby. Belly begins to go. It becomes uncomfortable. Extremely uncomfortable. And those children, the time you want to rest is the time they want to shake their body. And you become so uncomfortable. But at a point, that child, if that child will live, must die to the womb. Hallelujah. The passage between where the child is used to, she needs to die to that position and come to another world. That is why when the baby comes and you are rejoicing, the baby starts crying. Ah, where's the grace? Even if the baby did not cry, you guys will make the baby. I don't know whether they do it here. If it is Africa, they will shake the baby, give him some slap in the bum. They will say, yeah! They say, okay, you wake up now. You are dead before. So if the baby died to what the baby is used to, the baby is used to, anytime I need food, the food sipping. Through the umbilical cord. When I wanted to breathe, I breathe through the umbilical cord. When I wanted to swim, I swim through the, 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 the amniotic fluid. I, I just enjoy my I sleep. I wake up there. Nobody disturbs me. No, no sun, no cold. I'm just enjoying the warmth of my mother. But all of a sudden, it came to the gate of death and life. The baby come to the gate of death and life. The mother is in agony. The mother said, this baby must come. This baby need to end one season and come to another season. I pray for somebody today. Every season of hardship in your life, it comes to an end today in the name of Jesus. You are moving to a new season, a season of more than enough, a season of surplus in the name of Jesus. So all of a sudden, the baby come out. Everybody here is rejoicing. People inside is crying that we lost somebody. Hallelujah. Because, you know, when life turns around, 
There is a dying to one process. There is a dying to one process. The contact you make on li in life will determine how far you go. What you are ready to submit to will determine how far you go. Can I say this? Everybody you've met and, they, and you have helped them may not be there on your day of transition. When things will change, all those that you love, all those who you have helped, all those who cannot sleep without thinking of them, you are saying, ah, this is my brother, I'm not eating. This is my sister, I'm not eating. Oh, my uncle is sick, I need to do this. In the time of your transition, when you need help, they will not be there. When Jesus was carrying his cross and was going, if you read it from the four accounts of the Bible, or you are a Catholic member, and you've been in a Catholic church, and you know, the Bible said, they, they, they said, he fought three times. When he fought, they will whip him together. He will pick up the cross. The cross became so heavy to carry. And he was carrying it. Where was Mary Magdalene then? Where was Lazarus that he woke up? Where was blind Bartimaeus? Where were the 12 disciples? His right hand man. So, he was in the agony, going through the process of his own death. You may tell me, oh, yes, that is what he signed for. What of some of us going to work we didn't sign for? Are you not going through some things you didn't sign for? Something you didn't sign for, and you expect, oh, this person enjoyed with me last year. Where is this person? I'm telling you, they will be quick to tell you, you deserve it. He's too proud. She's so too much. Uh, she, she's just too, she's just, she's just too pump, pump her. But the Bible says, right there, they saw this Jewish man who is also a, a, a Jewish African man. And they asked him, they even compel him, Simon the Cyrene, to carry the cross. And he carried that cross. The question is, those who are supposed to help where were they? Live your life for your tomorrow. Be committed to what can preserve your life. Don't mistake my message that says I should, should not help people. No. I am saying be committed to where you are going. Because if you are committed to what cannot preserve you, in the day you need preservation, they will not be available. In the day that you need preservation, they will not be available. Jesus said, lay it down. How many of you can walk up and say, God, I have served you enough. Why am I, why am I going through this? And you know comfortably, Lord, I don't have any cockroach in my cupboard. Lord, I have served you. Why will I be going through this, oh God? You know, that is the easiest prayer to pray if you are actually truthfully praying it. My wife used to, we sing some song, or easy prayer. 
He said three generations cannot be poor. I said to have 15 generations can be poor unless they do something about it. If they don't do anything about it, 25 generations. What are you signing into? She was trying, she was playing something over the weekend. A woman married a king. You marry a Yoruba king. And you think you are. You marry as a. It's a monogamous. Is that the correct word? Yeah. You marry a queen. And you will now be making shakara like she will make shakara. Huh? You marry a king that your father married like 50. You now marry this one in corner, not even in church. And, you, and, and the second day he marry you, he say, I will marry another wife. You now raise your mouth. You now start having high blood pressure. Do you know what to commit to? If anybody, it's like somebody marry a pastor. Your husband is a pastor, fully grown, fully grown pastor. And you marry, you say nobody will abuse you. Nobody will insult you. You are in the wrong office. You are, uh, you are in a, whether your church is five or five thousand or five million. Do you get what I'm saying? What are you committed to? What is the panaphalia of what you are dying to? What you want, what I'm asking you to die to, does he have the capacity to sustain you? How many of you can look back and say, when things were hard for me, there's a God there that helped me. And I know that God will never leave me. But can we say the same thing of our father? Of our daddy say, ah, when things was hard, my daddy was there, that daddy will not leave me. But that daddy has left some of us. I never look back. Mommy left some of us. I never look back. No, they used to say in my language, hey, Hallelujah. Dying to live. <laughs> in Matthew 27, 32, I need to round up this message. In Matthew 20, 27, 32, the Bible says, <laughs> as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name, him they compared to carry his cross. They have to compare somebody with all the disciples of Jesus, with all the people he helped in his life, with all those women. Nobody, nobody was there. Go to John, Okay, let, let me, I think I need to be fast. Hallelujah. You see, when Jesus was about to be crucified, I'm talking about Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. A call on God. He said, my God. Is that not what he said? My God, my God. Did he say our God? My God, my God. Why hast thou forsaken me? Hello, 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 Laman Sabantani. 
I'm my God. Do you have the God you can call? Not ah, he became experience. Ah, oh, the God that my mom served. The little CEO can say that. But if a can say that, God will look at him and say, hey, boy, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Huh? <laughs> There's no song you raise in church that church people don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus did not just lay down his life, he gave it to Christ. That is why the Christ in him is the hope of glory. When you look at Elijah, Elijah actually took his own body to heaven in a white way. He went to heaven with everything he has. God, I am presenting to you to lay down your life today is the God that can preserve you. Please listen, I'm not talking of born again. If there are people who are not born again, here, maybe one or two. Almost everybody here are born again. So I'm not talking of born again. But I'm talking of living for Christ. Making, making Christ number one in your life. Knowing that you cannot solve all these issues on your own. Lay down your life so that you can pick it again. Let God be God in your life. Let him be number one. Let him be number last. Luke 12, 24. Give me that quickly. Is that the Bible say, consider the raven. Raven is a bird that will not look after itself. He said, for neither soul nor reap. Which neither have storehouse nor barn. They don't have any storage anywhere. And, they, and God feed them. How much more are ye better than this fowl? You are far better than any animal. Give me the next verse. 25. In verse 25 he said, And which of, of you with taking thought can add to a statue one cubit? It's not possible. Let down your life. Live your life for Christ. Let God be number one. Wake up praying. Go to bed praying. Have conversation with God every time, not only when you have issues. Have conversation with God every time, not only when you have challenges. Even with God, good morning, Dad, is enough. Lord, I'm going out today. I trust you will be with me, God. Thank you, Lord Father. I make constant conversation with God. Don't be too shy to go to work and go on your knees and pray by your table. It is your table. Nothing prevents you from praying openly. If you are eating in a restaurant, don't be, don't be ashamed to leave your food, close your eyes and bow your head. You are not praying for the oak. Restaurant, you are just blessing your own food. There was one they showed this week. One boy was blessing his Gary. The other one was making jest of him. But as he rests like this, he scatters his own food. 
case closed. Paul was saying in Galatians 2.20, he said, I am crucified with Christ, and the life he lives is the one he lives for Christ. He said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live it by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Live your life for Christ. Live your children for Christ. There's nothing bigger than it. The same Paul wrote in 6.14 of the book of Galatians. He said, God forbid that I should glory in myself. Give me that 6.14. Galatians 6.14. But God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the word is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. God wants you to live is your life for him. I am speaking to the church. I know some of you are struggling in some area. Hand it over to God. Your health, hand it over to God. Those children are giving you challenges. Hand it over to God. Your finances, hand it over to God. Share in the unending life of Christ. Be part of the unending life of Christ. I put something out yesterday. I think I put it on my status. I said, it is easy to breathe, but living is very difficult. You can be breathing every day, but are you actually living? Church, I am calling you to a life of commitment to God. Do I want the church to grow? Oh, well, I want it. But I want to have people around me who really take God serious. Who, when any issue comes up, the first thing they think about is God. When there's any breakthrough, the first person to thank is Father thanking. When things are difficult, the first point of call is God, here I am. When they have that big bonus, big money coming to their account, the first thing they think is, God, thank you. Even before you do the need for and pay your tithe, you just say, Father, thank you. It's not because, hey, I am so smart. Uh, I know how to do it. Uh, this is a good job. We know it ourselves. Let's trust says something. They say, what you are doing is a gamble. He said, I know God will help us. I said everything he said I didn't hear. What I had is the last place. One, one somebody was commenting on Anthony and uh, Tony and what's the name of the fighter they had last? Is it the one that beat uh, Tony Joshua? The Ukrainian guy. The Ukrainian guy before he came, he was praying. He when he, he did like this when he finished praying. Joseph was talking of his star and his God will save him. Is the star, which where is the star and God we are connected? Are you getting what I'm saying? There are some level you get to, your skills become irrelevant when God is backing your enemy. 
who is, who is, who, who is calling him your enemy? Or God is even saying you are the enemy of him. When God back, listen, don't find somebody God is backing up for. Somebody called me during the week. He was making complaint, complaint, complaint. And he messed it up. He said, the other person is complaining about it. He said, he prayed too much. I said, you finish yourself. So you are complaining that somebody is praying too much. I said, who oh, will God back up? You are reporting to me a pastor. Who do you think I will back up? Even if he's wrong. Even if he's wrong. But he's a prayer warrior. And your life over to God. And all those anxiety to God. And those issues to God. It may be tough. It may be difficult. But there is God that can answer it. Oh, you may be disappointed by the church. You may even be disappointed by God. You may possibly hear from God. God said, so and so data will do so and so thing for you. And it never happened. Don't turn your back against God. I was talking to one of my beautiful daughters this morning. And I said, the battle may not be softer. But what you need to do is everything you are doing before, keep doing it. You can only hide to it. You can't take it away from it. Huh? If it is dancing, you've been dancing before. Keep dancing it. You know, this church before, I don't know whether people are shy or whether they want to blame the choir. Or some people before the music go two step, they're in front of the church dancing. Hmm? Now the same set of people, they will struggle to move their body. Eh? You see a call. Or level of change. <laughs> Hallelujah. David danced for God to the point that God had to make his own wife to be barren. Because God knew that that woman was a snare set up by his father. What are you doing? Some of you, church is number one. Yeah, church is still number one, but it's not like Kadesikai. God understand. Lay down your life to God. The, the only time I get angry mostly is Sunday morning. When I'm waking up my Lieutenant General to go and bath. I, that, that, any Monday to Friday, if they like, let them bath or not. Let them go to work if they like. They are spending their money. But let's go to and serve God. The Bible says, as for me and my house, I will, we will serve the Lord. So the moment, the moment you are seeing my house, I'll take you there. It's a commitment. Live a life of commitment. Your child will say, I'm not going to church. You sit down with the child in the house. When trouble comes, you will not tell God, it is my child. You say, we cannot go to. There's one of our daughters said, uh, my son cannot stand where the noise is too much in church. Huh? Is it the child that you got the pregnancy in church? When they have condemned you that you cannot be pregnant and God, God stood by you, with your condition, and you got pregnant, and that child now came, and he said, he cannot, the sound in the church is too loud. 
the first, uh, uh, if I will bring, can the church do service without sound system? You that you will come once in three months. So the Sunday you come, we say, hey, up the sound system. There's one child there. He goes to party. Oh. They better not go to party with the same child, though. Lay down your life. I am calling you to a commitment to God, not to a pastor, not to a building, but to God. That you are committed to him, whether you are in church or not in church. Stand for him. Stand for him. Don't lock your room and drink a gogoro. One day you will drink it outside. We will see. Hallelujah. I, I need to be a bit high before I sleep. God see you. Huh? Why is Agatha laughing today? Agatha is laughing at a different level today. Hallelujah. I just want you to be committed to God. Let's teach all our children. Whenever they want to eat, let them pray before their food. Wherever they are. If they invite me to Buckingham Palace to eat today, even if they do general prayer, I'll still pray my own before the, on the food. Let God be number one. I'm, I, I changed the ways I've been preaching recently to all this. I know you are going somewhere. I know something big is coming your way. But I don't want you to miss it. Go and write it down. There is a wind of change. Big money is coming to UK. Big money is coming to individual posts. I want you to be big partakers of it. People are still going to own big companies here. Yeah. I said it years before, and you will remember the day come that somebody here will be a representative of major car companies selling them. How it will happen, I don't know. But something is going to Turn the tide around in our favor. Please serve God. Serve God with all you have. Trust him with all you have. Lay your life down. I lay it down. That's the song that says, I lay it down before you. I lay it down. Lay myself away. Oh, I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. Amen. Three things I want to leave with you to live your life for God. Three areas. Number one is your time. Commit your time into his hand. Commit your time. Create enough time. Listen, you're supposed to serve God at least 10 of your 10% of your day. With me, every day, you're supposed to commit at least two. Two hours, 40 minutes to God. That's the 10%, is it? On Sunday, we thank God. Some of you pay, overpay on Sunday. But commit to God. Thursday is there. Take time. Next Saturday now, we are praying here. 
seven, I mean eight in the morning on Saturday, be there. So number one is time. Number two is your resources. Commit your resources to things of God. Don't struggle to pay tight. Don't struggle to pay tight. Don't struggle to give offering. When there is a need in the house of the Lord, they don't need to remind you. Do it. Do it. There are so many poor people out there. Help the poor. There are needy. Help them. There are widows. Support the widows. The Bible says anything you give to widows, you lend to the Lord. Hallelujah. Then number three. Number three is your prayer life. Time, resources, and prayer life. Increase your prayer life, children of God. Pray more. Pray more. Seek to speak in tongues if you don't. Because I know God has something big for us in the name of Jesus. One of the things that Jesus did to lay down his life was when he was eating the Last Supper. He said, this is what? My body. So he was living and he was dying away gradually. He said, my body is this. Eat my body. Drink my blood. Can we rise on our feet as we take communion? Minister Spirit, can you join me here? Whatever we make you to cry this year, I cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. Every orchestration of the wicked to put you to pain this year, I cancel it in the name of Jesus.
present my body to my children because I want to seal a miracle that is taking place. So what we are doing this morning is a miracle sealing activity. God is going to tabernacle with you. He died so that you may live. He died so that your infirmities can disappear. Thank you, Father. Oh, God, come bring to Koshagede. The Bible says, at the last supper, he took the bread, he raised it up, and he blessed it. Father, Lord, we bless this, oh, God. This is your body, which was shed on the cross of Calvary for us. As we take it, let it make, it, make us whole, oh, God. And let it change every situation around us. Lord, my Father, just at just touch of your body. The woman with the issue of blood receive healing. Just at your spoken word, Lazarus came out of the tomb. Just your spoken word, blind Bartimaeus received their sight. Lord, my Father. Let every situation today receive your touch in the name of Jesus. And bring a total change, O God, in the name of Jesus. We break the backbone of every issue that is confronting us. And we ask that your grace and your mercy will be upon us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. I want us to take the body of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, after supper, I took the cup. A blessing to say, Father, I bless you for this. Shall no more be wine but my body, by blood. Lord, as we take it, let it become your blood right now in the name of Jesus. He said, this is the cup of a new covenant. It was said, it will be shared for the remission of your sin. It will be shared to put an end to every impossibility in your life. He said, this will be shared to put an end to every crisis in your life. He said, take it because it's the beginning of a new covenant. So, Father, Lord, we say thank you. That as we drink your blood today, let it make us so. 
and let him remove every infirmities in us and let him bring us to newness, to oldness, and to completeness. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us drink the cup of the blood of Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. we thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. Because your word says, we are two or three are gathered, you are in our midst. You said this is the cup of our covenant. And this is what we have to do in remembrance of you. As we have done it today, Father, Lord, make us whole in the mighty name of Jesus. We cast away every infirmities in our body in the mighty name of Jesus. Because you, are, you have with your body today, Lord, make us whole more than before in the mighty name of Jesus. Every situation, Baba, turn it around for us in the mighty name of Jesus. We will not eat to damnation, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We will eat and be filled in the mighty name of Jesus. And your name will be glorified. Thank you, Asians of this. In Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. I want you to just lift up your hands and begin to worship God. Just worship Him. Just worship Him. Commit that issues to His hand. That problem commit to His hand. Just tell Him you want that new touch. Just talk to Him. You want new church. You want a new touch.
it rain, let it rain. One more time, Lord, open the floodgate of heaven. Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. I don't know who this word is for. But God said, I will do it myself. I will confound the wise. I will put those who think they are they are wisdom to foolishness. He said, I will do it myself. Amen. He said, write it down. Take note of today. I will do it. Myself, see the Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord, we receive your word today. Open that door, God. Open it, oh God. Open it, oh God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord.
God said I should tell to somebody. He said, I will rewrite that record. Amen. He said, I will rewrite that record. Amen. I will rewrite that record. So say the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Lord, we have taken your body and we've taken your blood. Amen. Perfect all that concerns us. Amen. Let there be full joy in your house. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We Lord. worship you, adore you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' majestic name, we pray. Amen. Let's put hands together for Jehovah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's quickly package our offering and our tithe. Hallelujah. Amen. Package your offering and your tithe. We have three, four minutes to leave the church. I hope there's no Thanksgiving today. It is well with one of the one of the something is here. Our engineer will help us do it today. Engineer Baba Okiki. Hallelujah. I want to specifically appreciate our choir, our ministers, and our instrumentalists. And most especially, I want to appreciate you for this service today. You are the reason why the choir can sing. You are the reason why the minister can minister. Mercy will continue to set to us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Honestly, I just feel like singing. Hallelujah. Thou are my son will be. Don't play it. Don't play it. Don't play it. Let's package our offering and our tithe. Uh, if you are paying online, the account number is displayed there. Let's package it. You should all be paying your tithe. And you should be giving up free. The mercy of the Lord will continue to bless and increase you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is saying, is changing people's story from today. Amen. The Lord is giving out more children in the church here, the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yours will be there in the name of Jesus. Give thanks. Hallelujah. Let's package our offering. Have they given up envelope already? Okay. Father Lord, we thank you for our seed. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we worship you, adore you. Hallelujah. Lord, as we release our seed, we release your blessing from above. Enlarge our coast. Amen. Bless us indeed. Amen. And let us express you in a new way. Amen. In a new dimension. Amen. Thank you, mighty Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' majestic name we pray. Amen. Let's have a quiet. Praise the Lord, my spirit, soul, and body. Praise the Lord. My spirit, soul, and body shout, oh. hallelujah, hallelujah.
Praise the Lord, my spirit, soul, and body. Praise the Lord, my spirit, soul, and body. Praise the Lord, my spirit, soul, and body. Shout and hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, my spirit, soul, and body. Praise the Lord, my spirit, soul, and body. Praise the Lord, my spirit, soul, and body. Shout hallelujah. Choir, the Lord bless you. Amen. Please don't forget next Saturday. Uh